everyone, and welcome to another Scots We Hay podcast. And this time round, we're going to be talking about this year's Paisley Book Festival, which is between the 18th and the 27th of February. And I'm delighted to be joined by festival co-producer Kira Brown and the writer-in-residence Imogen Stirling. Hello, both. Hi, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. It's a real pleasure. Now, we spoke last year, Kira, about this time um, coming up to what turned out to be a cracking festival. Since then, well, you know, who would have thought what has happened? But did you ever think about cancelling this festival or did you, did you see it as a challenge that you were going to, that this was going to be put on? I think because it's only in its infancy and, and this is only its second year, it's one of those things where you sort of think, well, there isn't really an option to cancel because we're still very much establishing yeah. Paisley Book Festival. Um, so that hasn't really entered my mind and it's all just been a, a bit of a team effort in terms of sheer deter- determination in order to make this happen. You know, changing our goalposts at various points, but um, yeah, we're, we're sort of keen to sort of use what we can in regards to the digital element of it and obviously there are perks to that as well so um, in terms of access and various other things so I think yeah we're just sort of trying to work within this sphere and you know creating the best we can within this digital zone that we find ourselves in. Yeah and and the, the, the program is fantastic and you can see that you have made the most of that kind of access that you might not have had otherwise to writers Imogen, how did you get involved? Um, I just answered an open application um, towards the end of last year. It came at such a at such a lovely time because, I mean, up until that point, my um, the focus of my career is live performance, yeah. and I remember back in I think it was March time. In the space of about four to five days, I saw the entire year's worth of work just gone, and it was really. It was really frightening to be honest. It was a really anxious time. Um, I had been involved in last year's Paisley Book Festival, and I think it was through still still following the festival and its progress that I saw the position advertised. And so I really jumped on the opportunity when it came up, and fortunately, all came together as it as it has. We'll talk more about your workshops and stuff that's going to go on in a bit. But the kind of theme of this year's festival is Radical New Futures, which I notice on the website comes up as a statement and a question that changes from an exclamation mark to a question mark. So could you talk a bit about that, Kira? Well, obviously, you know, we've we've sort of been thinking about the fact after last year, this, this crisis very much came into being quite quickly. Um we felt like we might be one of the first festivals actually sort of broaching the subject. Um, and back in February, thought we might be one of the in real life festivals naively, but um, yeah. here we are sort of doing it digitally. Um, so Radical New Futures is very much thinking about like the way that we've all been existing within this pandemic and looking at how we um, get ourselves out of it in terms of like those themes of resilience and rebuild, but also thinking about, you know, sort of more exploratory, um, radical new futures. So there's a fun element to it as well in terms of like, you know, Kirsty Logan's got her strand that's all about um, telling the untold stories or, or sort of focusing on, you know, those kind of stories as we perceive them and 
exploring that a little bit. And we do also have some dystopian and sort of sci-fi. We touch a little bit on that for, for those that enjoy those stories. There's an element of like green spaces has been such an important um, factor for all of us, like over the last 12 months. And we've acknowledged that with the programme with Maliki Talek's um, curated strands, but also looking at our, our Janet Coates Memorial Prize and all, always that's got a nature theme behind it. But this year we've very much thought about how the significance of those green spaces has been to everyone. So, um, yeah, it's reflecting a little bit on what we've been existing within and in this current crisis but also thinking about how we pull ourselves out of it and perhaps do things anew, you know, creating those new narratives. And it kind of links to the idea of radical Renfrew as well, which, you know, is how Paisley and the surrounding area are often, you know, is often thought from historically speaking. Um, Imogen, how did you approach that theme then of radical new futures? Um, I suppose what's been really interesting about the workshops that I've been hosting is that they are with such a, an immensely diverse group of people um, in terms of their writing experience, in terms of their ages, in terms of their backgrounds. And so I, th I think I've been sort of using that diversity to to sort of partner with the fact that we have all had this shared experience. And obviously there, there are there are fluctuating ways in which we've experienced the past year, but there are so many factors that are completely common within it. Um, and I think I really just wanted to, in this in this time of isolation um, and separation, bring back a sense of community and collectiveness through through asking all these different all these different groups to identify how they imagine their radical new futures to be, what the futures are that they want to craft, what they're working towards, and then while most of those groups are not actually meeting, what I am doing is compiling a kind of mini manifesto, if you like, that, that summarises the, the key themes and ideas that have emerged throughout this vast range of different workshop participants um, and uh, accumulating them all together in this, this collection of, of Renfrewshire hopes for the radical new futures, I suppose. It's it's well, that's interesting. I was talking. To, I was actually talking to uh, Alan Bissett, who appears as uh, on the opening night um, about this, and he said this is the first time where everyone is going through the same thing. I mean, globally, everyone is having this stay-at-home life, and there is something uniting about that. And I think you're right. You know, if you can tap into people who might be very different, but they're experiencing the same thing, you're going to get some really interesting, varied um, replies. I think. Um. So, Kira, I think it'd be good to kind of take us through the programme a bit. You've done it a little bit, but um, you, it's, it's fairly packed. But if you could take us through a bit of it. It is fairly packed. Um, where do you want to go first, Alistair? Um, do you want to go to the green spaces? Do you want to go to the dystopian? Do you want to go to the witchery and um, magical? Uh, well, I am interested in the witchery and magical, but that's just an interest. So let's start there and talk about that. Okay. So I did mention Kirsty's name earlier. So she's um, curated a strand this year for us. We've got two guest curators like we, well, actually three, I guess, if you're including the fountain, but we've got um, two that have created a strand of events um, and Kirsty Logan is one of them. Um, obviously we all know Kirsty for her marvellous grace keepers and her other Gothic 
tales that she's uh, she's had the fortune of bringing to us. But um, her strand is under stories, reclaiming the stories you think you know, which is the one I touched upon earlier. And that asks us very much to revisit stories that seem familiar, but you know, which are ripe with potential to be retold in different ways. So we've got special guests, um, Kieran Millwood Hargrave, um, and we've also got Rebecca Tamas doing an event collectively called Hags, Hexes and Witches, I think, or I might, I might not have that entirely right, but Hags and Hexes is definitely in the title. Sorry, Sarah Griffin and Intan Paramedita are also involved in one of the events that she's curated and also Michael Lee Richardson and Tasha Suri. So she's created something very sort of resonant with witchy folklore and queer horror and that's going to like discover the untapped radicalism that to be found in the oldest of tales. So that's something that's quite unique and maybe a little bit more um unexpected when you sort of first think of that radical new futures theme um so and if i go into the other um guest curator which i think is organically the fashion so maliki talik mm-hmm. who's known for his nature writing he's created our strand a place for hope land loss and the politics of care and that takes into consideration the renewed appreciation that many of us have felt over the the past year for our environment and natural surroundings. And he's bringing in authors Alistair McIntosh, Cal Flynn, Lisa Woolett, Patrick Laurie and Kapka Kasabova to join him to discuss the significance of our connections with the land and our responsibilities to that going forward. So that's going to be a really um, interesting and very open for debate and discussion type strand. And uh, I think we'll all appreciate that one. Um, obviously, the one that everyone has all been talking about um, is the one with uh, you know the Booker Prize winner Douglas Stewart. So um, this is a rather star-studded event, um, which yeah. has uh, Douglas Stewart and Andrew Hagen, as well as debut novelist Graeme Armstrong, talking about the portrayal of Scottish masculinities within all of their recent work, um, and that's going to be chaired by Kirsten Innes. Uh, and we're also um, another star-studded one, welcoming writer, comedian and social media sensation Janie Godley. Um, so we all know her for her videos of Nicola Sturgeon during the pandemic, but she's helped to use that to put a smile on our faces. And uh, we will be discussing her book, Frank, Get the Door. Um, and then there's our event, which um, is in partnership with the UWS. So that Last year was with Kirsty Work. This year, um, it sees criminology professor Ross Dukers in conversation with Christopher Brookmeyer and Dr. Marisa Hatesman, uh, the inimitable duo otherwise known as Ambrose Parry. Um, and we will focus on the future. We'll be talking dystopias with Curtia Newland, who's um, one of the Small Act series writers. And Adam Roberts, uh, Jenny Kleeman is going to be doing an event on sex, robots and vegan meat. Um, and then there's also an event with Melanie Reed, the Times columnist, and she's going to be celebrating the paperback release of her memoir, The World I Fell Out Of. Imogen herself has gone and curated three marvellous events. Um, so there is Imogen's Big Night In. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? 
Yeah, Kira can take a breathe, a breath there. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, Imogen, about your workshops and event, particularly Imogen's Big Night In and the Radicalism in Stillness. So if you could talk us through both of those, that'd be great. Sure. So um, the Big Night In event, I'm really looking forward to. It's basically, oh I mean, it was a bit of a self-indulgent event, really. I just got to go and choose three of my of my favourite artists um, and get them all together in the same digital space uh it's it's really just supposed to imitate um the kind of cozy gatherings the sort of intimate night ins with um with friends at the pub or in house gatherings whatever your preference but just that sense of of community and storytelling and warmth that i know so many of us are missing um and so that event is featuring dean atta Iona Lee and M Woods. So it's this lovely mixture of storytelling and poetry and music uh, from three artists who I really admire for the the way that they can command such a such an immense stage and capture an audience that way. But also there's such an intimacy to their to their words and performance that I think will come really nicely uh, through a screen to the audiences um, at home in their familiar spaces. Um, so that is the Big Night In event. And then I'm also doing an event with uh, Sarah Grant, who is a brilliant sort of all-round creative practitioner. I met her originally through this sort of spoken word poetry scene, but she's also a brilliant filmmaker too. And we're actually collaborating on a, um, on a, on a piece of work that's my own sort of creative contribution um, to the festival as part of my residency, which is a, a film poetry collaboration. So this, the event with her will be a little exploration into the, the making of that film. Um, but it will also just be a sort of relaxed, open conversation between the two of us about, about productivity in the productivity in the pandemic, specifically, I suppose, creative productivity and the the strange pressure that has been sort of set upon all of us to to do things and to make things and create things in a time that is so immensely anxiety inducing and uncertain um sarah has been really just really vocal for i mean almost the past year now on the pressure that she feels as a as a creative individual to continue to be seen to be progressing and doing things and, and we're going to talk about um how radical it can actually be just to to reject that i suppose to sit yeah. still and and take a pause and take a breather when the world is sort of telling you otherwise that's. I think that's really interesting because I don't know how both of you feel. It does seem to me, and having talking to um, some other people, um, a couple of writers in particular, that there has been real different stages of the last year in terms of people who create. At the beginning, it was almost like, oh, I've got a bit of time, a bit of freedom. I'm not. I can't do other things. Therefore, you know, I'm going to finish this piece of work that I've been working on for a while or whatever, or do live shows if you're a musician and do them online. And there was a real surge of creativity. But it does seem to me as the year's gone on, and particularly moving into winter in recent times, um, that, that I mean, you can't just kind of keep uh, producing and producing and producing, I don't think. You have to. It's a bit like work. You have to stop at some time and take a breather. Um, you can't just kind of keep going each day to the same space, this is getting personal now, the same space in your house and do the same thing with it. You do need some kind of break. And I think you're right. There's almost like, um, uh, well, you know, you're a performer or you're a writer, go and, and, and do that. 
So that, I think that sounds like a really interesting um, session. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. I, I asked the question, actually, Kira, how are you asking people to get involved in the kind of brass tacks of it? How do they join the festival, I guess? Well, like last year, we're asking that everyone registers for tickets. Um, by doing so, you will get, obviously, your confirmation email, but you will also get an automated email leading up to the event that will have the link that's either for A, the workshop that you're involved in, because we've got workshops as well as, um, you know, the sort of wider public events, yeah. or whether it's an authors at home event, which um, is most of them. So, you know, you'll obviously get your YouTube link and, and that way you'll be able to view it at home in the comfort of your house. Um, and that's, yeah, that's it. I mean, I think it'd be quite nice to sort of talk a little bit about some more of the programme. I've not touched on um, the children's events that are happening and also um, also one that's very much close to my heart, which is the, the fountain event, which um, is how obviously we know each other. Um, so, uh, and especially today, because Selena Godson's just gone and um, published her book, um, Mrs. Death, Mrs. Death. So happy pub publication day to Selena. Um, and she's involved in, in that event. So are you okay if I digress? No, go for it, absolutely. Okay, so it's going to be a marvellous one. We've got um, another cabaret of uh, great stuff from um, Jeanette Ayachi, who's the Scottish-Algerian poet, but who will also be reflecting on her memoir. Um, we have included Heath Common, who is a ex-music journalist. You may know him, but he's been writing poetry during lockdown and has been included in a anthology called Viral Verses. So he's going to be reading some poetry for us. And we've then also got Adam Stafford, who is a, a well-known musician uh, around, well, he's Falkirk-based. Yeah. Uh, he creates a lot of music that's quite experimental in relation to mental health. So he's going to be performing for us on that evening. And then we've got Selena. So what more could you ask for from, from that event? Um, and then regarding the children's, we've got the wonderful Vivian French, who's going to be reading from her new book, The Giant's Tea Party. We've got a workshop with Yovel Zommer, who um, creates the most beautifully illustrated children's books on bugs, ants, insects, birds, um, you name it, like my niece will be interested in it. But um, yeah, he's he's going to be doing an event with us. We've got um, also a beautiful schools programme, which we've not quite divulged yet, but that will come over time. We've got a couple of other announcements, which um, we will announce neither the actual date of the festival itself, um, which you all need to look out for as well. Okay. Um, and as I say, it's absolutely, people have got to basically go to the website and, and see the programme for themselves because there's just so much to choose from. It, and the tickets are free, is that right? The tickets are free. Um, obviously, as I mentioned before, we are in our infancy. We are a very small festival and growing. So we are urging that if people can donate, sort of thinking about our development um, and next year's festival and creating that space for further discussion for reading and, and books and debates and whatnot, then we would uh, encourage donations if you can. Uh, but yes, 
primarily it's free. So just register for a ticket and um, you will get that, that link. Because I have to say, if anybody is thinking, oh, I'm not sure about online registration or stuff, I've already got plenty of tickets and it's fairly straightforward <laughs> to do. <laughs> um, and Imogen, you're running workshops and how would people get involved with those or are they already taken up? Yeah, they're, they're more, um, what's the word, not, not private workshops, but they're, they're held specifically with different groups and organisations in, in and around Paisley um, and so have been offered directly to those groups. There have been a couple that have been a little bit more open. Um, there was one with the uh, Script to Stage group um, and then another with Kira's Renfrewshire Writers Forum. So they were a little bit more open. But aside from that, they are they're sort of specifically for the um, for the different groups and their, their participants. And you know, I was going to ask you about the schools and learning programme, Kira, but maybe you can't say any more at the moment. Um, there's things still to be settled but um, it's a lovely aspect of it I mean again a bit like you did in the first festival last year you're keen to involve absolutely everyone and keep it based in Paisley that might sound like a daft thing considering its name but it would have been easy I guess when it goes online to kind of almost lose that connection a little bit you know in terms of space and place you're not asking people to to go to Paisley but you've it's almost stronger the emphasis almost seems stronger this year well i think that was one of the key reasons behind sort of our um idea of bringing in a writer in residence because engaging with local groups and and um that little bit of outreach regards um you know making sure that renfrewshire was feeling involved in this festival but i think this the program very much speaks volumes as well in terms of it being catered for that renfrewshire audience um so you know through the, these two things i think we've tried to keep that obviously there is the the bonus of being able to reach wider audiences and you know we will be encouraging that because if we can get out up to aberdeenshire or further afield then great but um it is primarily for for renfrewshire residents and i think the program we've we've also um produced some videos that were um very much thinking about Paisley and the areas nearby that have been great for people, um, you know, whilst going through this uh, pandemic. So, for example, Jean Luca from the Vegan Leather, sorry, was actually talking to us about places around him that he found useful. So you can find those on the website as well on our paisleybookfest.com stroke paisley. And that just gives you a little bit more about Paisley itself. This might be an impossible question to answer, so feel free not to. But are there individual events that you're particularly looking forward to? Or is that like, you know, choosing a favourite kid or something like that? And that's that's for both of you. I'll let Imogen go first. It is quite an impossible question, to be honest. Um, I'm I'm in the process of reading Scabby Queen just now, so I'm really looking forward to um, Kirsten's event. Uh, I think they are, ever since I read the book, I just thought it, it could it could become this piece of of gig theatre almost. There's such the music in it is so rich, the character so vivid. I just think that seeing music actually paired with 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 the story is going to be really exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, 
I'm also really looking forward to Joe Donnelly's event. Um, I used to work with um, 404 Inc, the, the Edinburgh-based publisher, uh, a year or two ago. Um, and I was just finishing up with them as they were beginning to work on his book. So I started getting these little insights into it um, and to him and to the, the thought process behind it. So now seeing it kind of realized and presented back uh, in this event will be a real treat. So I say those are my they're my two current highlights, but they're they're constantly changing. We uh, we did a podcast with Joe uh, last year, which was absolutely fascinating, and it's an it's an incredible book, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that as well. Um, Kira, are you allowed to say, or are you just the whole thing? Um, well, I will say I'm currently reading A River Called Time at the moment. So the event with Adam Roberts and Kirchian Newland. Um, having also thoroughly enjoyed that small act series that Steve McQueen's directed. Yeah, um, yeah I think I'm quite looking forward to that one. Um, and a, a little bit of a hidden gem in amongst a, an, a yeah, a vast programme. And uh, there's so much. Um, the Jenny Kleeman one, I think, will be a great event. I also think, um, you know, Kersey's Strand will be amazing. Um, Imogen's strand will be amazing as well um, and I'm not just saying that because she's here um, <laughs> and the event um, which will be lovely for, for kids as well with Karen Polwart and Kate Leeper um, I think um, yeah it will be wonderful with that music and and, and words combined so there's there, there's just so much to choose from it's an astonishing variety, and just hearing some of those names, uh, you know, I really hope people go and check out the whole programme because they'll, they'll be not just surprised, but delighted. And I think what you said, Kira, about it, this is a great opportunity for people all over Scotland and further afield to join this festival that they might not have been able to make otherwise. And, and uh, you know, hear these incredible writers and performers and, you know, everything else. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the opening event, you know, Hannah Lavery, Alan Bissett, um, uh, Laura Waddell, and uh, Kirsty's event as well, because Scabby Queen was one of my favourite books from last year. And you've got an event with Eli Percy and Julie Rhea as well, who I think are two really exciting new um, writers. So I cannot wait for that. Um, yeah, I, and there's an Edwin Morgan event, and anything that's Edwin Morgan related, I'm going to be uh, delighted to see. There's just um, so much going on. Um, is there anything you would like to tell us about that maybe I haven't asked you about? Because there's always something that slips through when there's so much going on in a festival. I don't think so. I think oh, I sorry. That sorry. Have done my job, <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Um, well, I can't wait to to, um, to be involved in it and, and be an audience member, as you say, in the uh, comfort of my own home, which, uh, you know, is, has got bonuses as well as, uh, you know, negatives. But um, uh, it means, you know, it's often pouring with rain in Paisley in February. So there is that, you know, <laughs> to get wet. <laughs> But um, listen, I'm so delighted that both of you could join me. Um, I, I hope everyone else is as excited about it as I am. So thank you, Kira. Thank you. And thank you, Imogen. Thank you very much. And we'll be back soon uh, with someone completely different. Cheers. Mm -hmm.